This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, hello and welcome to the show. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few minutes, Drs. Ron Zokel and Bobby Birdie from BC Perio will join us to talk about oral health, implants and other options, and getting your smile back. And of course, to take your calls as well. First, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Just a few weeks ago, we reported on the decision by Nordstrom to eliminate Ivanka Trump's line of products from their stores. And this was applauded by many among the anti Trump crowd is wise and timely. Well, there may have been a call to boycott Ivanka Trump's brand, but nobody told the customers. A new report just indicates, uh, just out rather, indicates the first daughter's products had their best ever sales month in February, while some stores were still taking her items off their shelves. Apparently, she had the top-selling fragrance for the past two weeks on Amazon, and new stock is being added to her Zappos page. The London-based e-commerce startup Lyft has as Ivanka as their 11th bestseller on the site, an increase of 346% from January. Right now, there are no numbers to show what her in-store purchases are, but her stuff is still carried by Macy's, Bloomingdale's, and Dillard's. After Donald Trump's first travel ban was implemented, he lashed out at Nordstrom for dumping his daughter's line, but the store said Ivanka had already been told about that decision in early January. Either way, it didn't seem to have hurt her bottom line. And maybe, just maybe, here's why. While the U.S. president's daughter is no longer, at least officially, running her fashion line, she's still the face of the brand when she's photographed wearing clothes from her collection while she's doing work as part of her dad's administration. This kind of enviable product placement might be a big reason why sales have soared. Let's stick with retail for our next story, too. Last year took a devastating toll on the retail industry, and predictions are the carnage will continue through this year, too. A number of chains will likely not survive the year, and many that do will finish smaller than they started. In some cases, you can blame the Internet, falling retail traffic, and the trends that all brick-and-mortar retailers have to deal with, but in a few cases, it's simply a matter of a brand once being trendy and not adapting to changing taste. The names of some big companies closing stores begins with J.C. Penney, as we reported last week, who will close over 130 locations in the next few months. In January, we told you about Sears, who are next, with 42 Sears stores plus 108 Kmart locations, all labeled non-profitable and which will disappear soon. Next, as we reported last week, is BCBG Max Ezria, with plans to close at least 120 stores worldwide, including all 51 Canadian outlets. There's one downstairs in Pacific Center. I walked by it about a half an hour ago, and yep, all the clearance signs are in the windows. While it's better in better shape than many of the chains on this list, Macy's plans to close 100 stores. Uh, they began those plans last August and just added 68 more last month. In Macy's case, it's not completely doom and gloom as they plan to expand their Bloomingdale's brand. It's all over, however, for American Apparel. Electronics firm H.H. Gregg and its competitor Radio Shack, and it for the second time, along with The Limited and Wet Seal, all of whom are completely gone or will be soon. Even market favorites like Abercrombie & Fitch and Crocs 
crocs, for heaven's sake, are dramatically cutting back on retail bricks-and-mortar locations. And on Thursday, office giant Staples said it would close 70 more stores during the current fiscal year. It closed 48 last year and has closed about 350 of them over the last five years. We keep saying retail at any level is not for the faint-hearted because it's true. It's a much tougher game these days, no matter what area you choose. Well, here's a flashback for you. Remember back in 2000, the story about the 15-year-old who hacked into some of the world's largest e-commerce companies, including Yahoo, Amazon, and eBay, causing, in the process, $1.7 billion in damages? The kid was from Montreal. His nickname, you may recall, was Mafia Boy. And yes, he was 15. Well, he's now 32 and reformed and runs a company called Optimal Secure, which helps companies with security problems. The big difference between hacking then and now, in his heyday, it was all about notoriety. Today, it's only all about money. And companies really need to understand that, he says. Mafia Boy is really Michael Kaltz. And he says one of any company's most vulnerable points is the office printer. And any other Internet-connected device, of course. But printers are considered high risk. Why? Because they remember everything they print. Michael is now working with HP and an Academy Award-nominated director on a documentary called Revolta about corporate cyber attacks and offers this advice for free. Think of every device that's connected to the Internet, no matter how small, as a risk, and financially invest into property security resources, in addition to changing all the default settings, something that should be done immediately. We'll let you know when that documentary is ready, by the way. Uh, should make for some pretty interesting viewing. And finally, if you were to go down your cereal aisle and see all the cartoon bees on the boxes of Honey Nut Cheerios replaced with white voids, you might think it was some kind of protest art project instead of a campaign being run by one of the world's largest packaged food companies. General Mills has launched a Bring Back the Bees campaign in the States as it did last year here in Canada by de debuting Honey Nut Cheerios boxes with a blank space where Buzz Bee, the famous cartoon mascot, would normally be. Buzz Bee's break from cereal mascot duties, while only temporary, is the company's way of raising awareness for vanishing bee colonies and the subsequent effect on pollination. This is not just an abstract ecological matter. Bees, and not just the cartoon ones, are vital for General Mills' business and critical to agriculture in general. General Mills says that 30% of the ingredients used in all its products rely on pollination. Ask any B.C. farmer, whether it's a blueberry producer in Richmond or an orchardist in Kelowna, about the diminishing bee population here, and they'll tell you it's really serious stuff. So what can we do? Well, as part of its campaign, General Mills is also asking customers to plant over 100 million wildflowers this year. To do so, the company has set up a website where people can order seeds for free, 
and learn about pollination issues in the process. Just Google Missing Cheerios Bee and you'll find all the info you need and have fun planting those free wildflowers. Those are just some of the stories we're following this week. We'll have a look at a few more later on, along with our weekly steel report in which today Linda takes a look at travel insurance. Up next from BC Perio, Drs. Ron Zokel and Bobby Birdie with lots of good information on how to maximize one of your greatest assets, your smile. Stay with us. This is Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the show. It's Sterling Fox and Vancouver Consumer for this Sunday, March 12th, joined in studio by two of Vancouver's better-known dentists, Drs. Ron Zokel and Bobby Birdie from BC Perio in Vancouver and in Coquitlam. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Sterling. How are you doing, Sterling? What's going on? I'm fine. Thank you, Dr. Bobby Birdie. I've known Dr. Ron for, for years, and we've I've known about you for about the same amount of time, but we've never met before. It's a real pleasure and about time, don't you uh, think? Absolutely. I'm so glad I'm here today. So tell us that now, we've had a big conference here in Vancouver that just ended yesterday. It was the Pacific Dental Conference, one of the world's biggest, uh, over 13,000 delegates from all over the world, and two of the presenters at this conference on Thursday and Friday here in Vancouver were you two, Dr. Zokel and Dr. Birdie. What did you talk to those 13,000 delegates about? <laughs> this is leading-edge technology. I think uh, Bobby actually had more of a role than I did. I, I presented twice. Bobby presented three times and as well hosted another speaker as well. But it, it's a conference which is leading edge in the world today, and uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be part of it. Uh, we're talking, Bobby talked an awful lot on new technology and how to apply it. Perhaps you can expand on that, Bobby. You know, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure when uh, your colleagues and when someone asks you to come and share what you have and, and to help out and to try to progress the profession and help things out in general. But you know, the Pacific Dental Conference has become the largest dental meeting in Canada, mm -hmm. which is you know mm -hmm. fantastic for Vancouver. It always is in Vancouver once a year, and it's great to be the host city and, and, and host people coming from all over the world to, to, to just talk about dentistry and enjoy the city. But uh, I had the pleasure of speaking on just new innovations in implant dentistry and cosmetics uh, and surgery and prosthetics and morning else just looking at how we can do things more on the digital side of things and how to progress things with, with new technology and just get better at what we're doing, you know, be more efficient, um, be more, uh, you know, just beautiful in their work and making sure that things become more aesthetic. Uh, one of the most beautiful things was on the live stage we did something live on, on Friday which has never been done that I've ever known anywhere ever where we did a live procedure where we were able to show seven different ways to restore someone's anterior mouth with about eight different materials uh -huh. and side by side by side by side live and the patient the, the gentleman was such an amazing guy he was willing for people to get up and look at him, and dentists could look. And as a dentist, you never get to do that. You, you see one case and one patient or one person that we do a, you do a smile reconstruction on or, mm -hmm. or teeth on, and you say, well, that material looked good there, but you're never able to tell the same in the same mouth various different options. And so we were able to look at various different options in the same mouth, which was, you know, I've never seen that done anywhere. And it was an absolute pleasure. We kind of brainchild that last year at the conference saying, what can we do that's different? And uh, it was fantastic. It was cutting edge, leading edge, and 
It was an absolute pleasure to be able to provide uh, an education. It was great. Now, one of the things that you uh, we talk about, Dr. Ron, all the time when you're here is, a, is a, an offering from BC Perio called Teeth in One Day or Teeth in a Day or All on Four. There are several variations, but it basically comes down to Teeth in One Day. And is this, you're talking about this cutting-edge technology and the latest in not only techniques but also technology, is all of this, is this teeth in one day possible only because of 2017 type technology? I think it makes an awful lot easier when you have the right technology. For example, at BC Perio, we have some of the the very latest 3D technology in terms of a scanner, a CBCT scanner, which allows us to see a patient's full jaw structure, upper and lower jaw structure with very, very little radiation exposure uh, very, very quickly. And on the same day as they come in, we can see what's possible and what's not possible right then and there. So they come in one day, they see it's possible, they want it, the next day they can come in and have it done. That's astonishing, uh, Dr. Bobby. I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I understand because Dr. Ron has walked me through the process umpteen times. I still find it absolutely remarkable. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's our, you know, Dr. Zokal, it's, it's our favorite procedure to do. The reason why is as a dentist, people come in and, and you, you, a lot of times they're not happy to be there or they, they've got to work their way up to get there. And we're, do, we're providing something normally like either you're doing an implant, you're doing a crown, you're doing a filling. Mm-hmm. It's rare that you can do something for someone in one day and really change how they look, how they feel about themselves, and really a lot of times their life in a day. And that's what Teeth in One Day is like, where someone comes in, we're able to, you know, if we've got bad teeth, remove those teeth. If, if, we've, if they come in with dentures, we can do that as well. And we place implants and they leave with a fixed set of teeth that day brand new smile, and it's astonishing. It's our favorite thing to do because at the end of the day, you've really, really altered someone's life that day, and they just, it's amazing. People are crying every every, every week. I wouldn't be surprised about that (laughs) part at all. Mm. Uh, Now, how many lead-up interviews or appointments are required in order to be able to pull off this one-day miracle? Well, that's the best thing about it. So when people come in, they, they see us for a consult. If we have time, we can actually make that the final appointment right before the procedure where they can come in. And if we have time, we can take all the records that day and, and move on if the patient and the person's ready to proceed. Otherwise, it takes one appointment. One appointment for basically an hour to an hour and a half for us to get our records and our what we need so we can digitize the patient and get things right, pick a color for their new teeth, all mm-hmm. that. And the next time we see them, it's teeth in one day time. Amazing stuff. Yes. Uh, and and uh, I, is there like a permanent lineup? Uh, because it just <laughs> no, it just sounds so remarkable. And 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 how many is there a minimum number of teeth? For example, if you've got a few in need of repair rather than a full mouthful, how, quantify that for me, Doctor Bobby. How does how does that work out? Yeah, it really uh, in our office. The, the, the beauty of it is we've just got this down and designed with technology and just with protocols to a point where now we're. It doesn't really matter. So someone comes in if they've got a few teeth left, if they've got no teeth left, if they want to do you know teeth in one day with uh, a one piece bridge in the end, or if they want individual teeth. All of those options are open to someone, mm-hmm. and ninety nine percent of the time, ninety eight percent of the time, we still do it in one day, and they still walk out with a fixed new smile in one day, which is absolutely revolutionary, um, and also allows us to really provide patients with an amazing, amazing set of treatment, amazing treatment in. A very short period of time. Dr. Ron, is there a particular age group 
that is most likely to favor this approach? And, and I'm supposed to, in, in, the, in a roundabout way, I'm also asking, is there an age limit to individuals seeking this treatment? Well, it's interesting you should ask that. First of all, we don't see too many young people fall into this category because our f- primary objective is to save your natural teeth when possible. Of course. But when the options start to slim down and the cost of restoring your natural teeth or keeping a few teeth and such come into play, then we start looking at this as an option. Now, age limit upwards, no, just recently, I, I finished a gentleman who's about to turn 92 oh for upper and lower. Uh, very interesting. Uh, he's a young 92. There's no question about it. So he has a lot to look forward to. Uh, this is a gentleman who, and by the way, I invited him. He says, gee, I, I really like to to give you a testimonial on this. And I invited him. I said, look, if you're listening to our radio program, feel free to call in. If you want to say something about that, we oh. have a lot of people who have been part of the listeners of uh, CKNW, mm-hmm. and and they've come in. We've actually treated them, and we have a lot of people who are really, really pleased that they went this route. Mm-hmm. And and do people come in and say, "Well, you're the guys that I heard about on the radio. That's why I've, I selected you because uh, listening to your presentation made me essentially, uh, without ever even meeting you, convince me to t- at least pick up the phone and come down and have a chat." Uh, that's absolutely true. And and I, I must say, I, I very much appreciate the confidence that's displayed when they come in to our office and, mm-hmm. and, and check us out and see what options that they have and whether or not they should save their teeth or lose their teeth or go from dentures to implant-supported teeth all in one day. I, I was going to ask you about that, too. Uh, by the way, let me give out the phone number since you were talking about that gentleman in the hopes that he might give us a call and, and talk about his particular uh, procedure. Uh, the number for anyone to join us at all, at all times is 604-280 9898-604-280-9898, and it'll get you right through to, well, Ben first, and then the doctors and me uh, here. And, and we've already got a couple of calls, so let's uh, not waste any time and get right to the board. Uh, Glenn, good morning to you. Hello? Uh, uh, we got some technical issues going on here. Sorry? No, I'm afraid that's a cell call, Glenn, and I'm going to have to ask you to call us back. The contact or the connection was so poor. That's the problem with cell phones, especially if you're moving, which probably you shouldn't be anyway. <laughs> uh, they uh, So give us a call back. And, and if you are using a cell phone, uh, do be prepared for that a contingency where it just isn't strong enough a signal for us to put you on the radio. But don't be deterred. Give us a call. 604-280-9898. Uh, while we're waiting for the phone board, and it will fill up, Dr. Ron, you have uh, been here before. And you've seen this happen, and it always seems to happen in the second half of our conversations. People are just curious. I talked about your most, one of your most valuable assets, your smile. Hmm. And so many people don't smile so much anymore, Doctor Bobby, because well, they're a little reluctant to. It's it's not quite embarrassing. But it's darn close, so rather than even go there, I'll just keep a poker face for the rest of my <laughs> life. People do that. You know, it, you know what? People do it all the time. The stories we hear on people that, that are walking around covering their smile have, have trained themselves in the mirror to only smile so much so that you see only a little bit of their teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like I said before, when we, when we do a, a smile design reconstruction or if we do a teeth-in-one-day procedure for someone – when we're finished, just even the day they get there, on the day of the procedure, you see a difference in the way they look, the way they feel. You know, men have their chest up a little bit more. That's right. And, you carry and, yourself a little gosh. more proudly, and, and, don't and, you? And when we see them at the end and we look at our before and after photos, the way they look, the way they dress, the way their hair is done, 
Uh, it's it's night and day. It's fantastic. Yeah. They go from glasses to contacts. <laughs> <laughs> their 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 mouth uh, hair, their beards, and their mustaches are trimmed a little bit finer. Oh, right. Uh, it's amazing. And, and the self confidence, the immediate change in self confidence that as soon as they look and see themselves in a mirror and know that they can smile and look good. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And I imagine on the other side of that coin, people come to you and in that first meeting say, I just want to get my smile back. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I have this amazing story. A gentleman came in. He was from, from up north and he, a large farmer guy, lost his teeth and, and he came in and he put these in, we put the implants in, but didn't teeth in one day for him. He picked me up. He was so happy at the end of the day. You're we a big done, guy I'm too. I'm a big guy. He picked me right up and I was like, oh, gosh, this is amazing. And uh, he just looked at me and says, Dr. Birdie, I'm back. And that's fantastic. That you can't you can't put a price on that, and you, it's just a great idea to be part of that. Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight. As expected, the lines are beginning to fill up. Your calls to doctors Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio coming right up. Welcome back. It's Sterling Fox joined in studio by doctors Ron Zokel and Bobby Birdie from BC Perio on West Broadway in Vancouver and on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Here to take your calls, and we have a couple of very patient uh, callers who have uh, waited on the line through the newscast, gentlemen. So I've got lots more for you, but let's uh, let's find, get back to the phones here. Glenn, hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, all right, yeah, thank you. That's better. Good morning, doctors, and I hope you're having a good weekend here. Uh, um, hey, uh, my wife is in urgent need. Her teeth are like falling out. She's in her mid-50s. Uh, she phoned your office, and the and, and she could not get in until, like, she just phoned uh, a couple days ago, and they're telling end of May. Well, we've got a little bit of a glitch because they're changing dental plans, and she needs to get some, she needs to get some teeth. Uh, she needs some work, so... Uh, we're worried that the dental plan may change, and they may not. The new dental plan may not cover it, and uh, so you need I to get some to... speed to attached to this, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what we're saying, Sterling. Oh, what about backups here, guys? Glenn, uh, Glenn wants to get in. Apparently, is having some scheduling issues. That ought not to be an issue. Yeah, and, you know, it all just depends on the the timing and uh, the person. If, if you call it, like Glenn, whereabouts do you live? Are you are you in the Vancouver area? Are you? Out in... Yeah, well, we're in Maple Ridge, but we'll go to your Coquitlam store. Okay. So, so what I would recommend you do is the, the Coquitlam office just because of, of how, how, how busy it is and everything else. We do have a location in Vancouver as well. Um, okay. And I'm sure that we can accommodate you to get in. Uh, please call the office. Uh, I will make sure that uh, that the ladies, we've got two amazing office managers, one in Vancouver, one in Coquitlam, and then we'll get you accommodated, my friend. Uh, we'll get okay. it sorted. We'll get you in sooner than later, okay? No problem. We'll travel to Vancouver. We got to get this done. So yeah. absolutely. And, and, Listen, I I really truly appreciate you calling in and asking about it because we're going to take care of you. That's great. Thank you so much. Awesome. And, and you know what? And if you can get this done for her, she's going to feel so much more fantastic because she's she's doing like you said. She's doing the poker grin. Right. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Well, Glenn, uh, try calling. Go through the Vancouver office uh, to make that appointment. You can go to both of them. Uh, we'll, I'll make sure it gets sorted. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, thanks for the call, Glenn, and thanks for calling back. Uh, the the first quality just yeah. we couldn't get you through. Christine in Vancouver. Good morning. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Uh, I'm 58. And um, I have eight top teeth left. And um, so the plan was to remove all the teeth, the eight teeth that was left, and put dentures in. Yeah. And so I went to the dentist, and I was prepared to get those teeth, the upper teeth, taken out. However, um, it was my thought that I should uh, keep those teeth as long as I can because I'm managing with those eight teeth at the top. 
they don't look nice, but they're working. They're not falling out or anything. Right, right. And so I'm just wondering, is it recommended to keep your teeth as long as your own teeth as long as you can? Or should I just go ahead and maybe get a consultation uh, with um, BC Perio or just do the um, the dentures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A fair question, and too. Absolutely, Christine. I think I think having a, making a visit with BC Perio is probably a very, very good thing, no matter what the end result is. But I yeah. can tell you that the choice to save eight teeth or not very much depends on a lot of factors, including the health of those teeth, uh, is there a disease issue? Where is it going to take you down the road? And what are the treatment options that will allow you to keep those teeth for as long as possible? Yeah, I don't think there, I don't think that um, there was an option, and that's why, like, I think that's why the do- the dentist had recommended to take them out. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's if that's the case, Christine, your choice is whether or not you would like to go to a denture, or would you like to have solid teeth the day the day you take it out? Right. So now there's a part two is the severe anxiety I have, sure. which I'm sure the doctors are very familiar with this type of situation. There is there Absolutely. is a familiar smile on both faces, Christine. Christine, yeah. uh, we, we deal with people every day. And, and what I'll tell you is we're people too. So when someone comes in and, and we know that, that there's anxiety or something that needs to be taken care of, we're going to help you. We're going to make sure we go about this in a minimally invasive and in a very easy fashion for you. And one thing I will say humbly is that when you have, um, when someone says to you, you've got this or that, or you've got these options, a lot of times when people come to our office, they're, they're pleasantly surprised at how many, how many options there are available to them. And there's lots of options. We are a full scope treatment center. So there's lots of options out there that are new or cutting edge that are, you know, that will just kind of blow you away sometimes. Yeah. And, and we try to do what we can to save teeth if it's possible. And in the end, I want you to know that it's your decision. You're the right. one that's going to decide which what you want to do and how you want to go about it. So, Christine, try to try to make then an informed decision, which means right. sit, sitting down, finding out what your options are from the pros, and then you make the call. Right. Okay. okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. A couple of things coming from both of those. Suppose Christine, she's talking about a, a limited number of teeth on the top, on the upper half of of uh, of her jaw. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, that those teeth were in incredible shape, and there are just no others. Mm-hmm. So if she would want wanted to fill out the entire top half of her mouth, could you put implants around existing healthy teeth? Is that how that works? Absolutely. That's exactly what we're talking about. So. You know, the no tooth is a is a hopeless tooth until it's really, really deemed that way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, people are pleasantly surprised. We have people come in saying, Doc, I, I haven't seen the dentist in five years, 10 years, 20 years, and I think they're all horrible. And I get in there and I say, you know, I think we need to clean things up and you might lose a, teeth or, a tooth or two. Right. But I think that with a couple implants and maybe some restorative work and maybe something cosmetic, if you'd like that, maybe it's not necessary all the time. You'll be all right. You know, we're not we're not in the in the mode of taking out teeth unless they absolutely need to be removed. Well, you know, and that's a kind of a doctor, Ron. You and I have had this doctor dentist anxiety conversation before because some people, and you touched on it, Doctor Bobby, that some people just have this thing about dentists, and others sort of twist that into some grand conspiracy where mm-hmm. the dentist is going to want to just get as much cash out of my mouth as possible, <laughs> and will do all sorts of horrible things mm-hmm. to me. And it's such a difficult thing to lose once you have that anxiety. And we just treat. I just treat 
treated a patient last week who came in with very, very high blood pressure because she was incredibly anxious. Mm -hmm. And you can say all kinds of words, but words don't cut it. So once we got her anesthetized and started working, after about 15 to 20 minutes, her blood pressure came right down. She went to sleep during Mm -hmm. the procedure. She became incredibly comfortable. And that's because she had the confidence, because of her experience, that she could rely on us not to give her something that was going to be painful and uncomfortable. Right. And one of the things that Glenn mentioned to you, Dr. Bobby, when he was talking about getting his wife in uh, with a kind of a deadline because their her company dental plan was changing. And uh, I, I assume one would be slightly more favorable towards this sort of mm-hmm. procedure than another. In terms of company dental plans, how much of, of this work is covered typically? You know, that's a great question. Everyone's plans are different. So some people will come in and they've got dental plans that we talk about saying, wow, this is like a Cadillac insurance plan. This is amazing. And they cover a tremendous amount. And then sometimes insurance companies will have like a yearly, you know, maximum of of what they can do Mm -hmm. and what can be done. And it's our job as clinicians to provide you with the best care we can and to provide you with options. We will do what we can to help you with your insurance plans. Our front desk is very, very well trained in this and helping with what we what you'll get back from your insurance company and what have you. So it just depends on the situation. Each one, each person's insurance company insurance plan is quite different. It just depends. And that, Dr. Ron, is also part of that initial consultation. Not only here's, a, here's our conclusions about what we see in your mouth, here are the options for you to consider, and here's how they cost out. That's exactly right. And we provide the options, and we lay it out in a treatment plan and provide that information to the patient. Our, our receptionists, the people involved at the front desk, as Bobby said, as well, are very well trained. So they'll take our recommendations for treatment and see how it applies to their insurance and see what they can get back. Right. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about credentials. Dr. Ron and I have had this conversation already, Dr. Birdie, but you weren't here. Uh, and you were the exception to there's been the, the British Columbia College of Dental Surgeons or the College of Dentistry, perhaps, has made some rule adjustments recently with the way in which dentists present themselves to the marketplace vis-a-vis their credentials. Now, you are, you are dual credentialed. Remind our listeners of the credentials you have. Um, well, I'm a certified periodontist, a specialist in periodontics, and a certified specialist in prosthodontics as well. So I am a certified dual specialist. Right. Uh, I'm a, also a dentist, of course, as well. So I went through an extra six years of training after dental school, two separate residencies, and four board exams. So it's been a... a a long go, but that being said, it allows me to provide pretty fun things and, and pretty uh, latest cutting-edge types of treatments for my patients. And Dr. Ron, I heard one of your ads here on CKNW driving around yesterday in which you described yourself as a general dentist. You've been at this specific type of dental work for decades. You and I have known each other for a while. <laughs> this is, I would say, quite a limited description of what you do. I think that's a fair statement, uh, but there is no other way that I can legally and professionally call myself because there's, there is no category for me other than to say I'm a general dentist. Okay. And I don't have a specialty qualification like Dr. Birdie has, and therefore there's no other way to say it other than to, than to say I'm a general dentist. Now, all of this, as, as was explained to me by Dr. Zokel earlier, uh, was because the college is trying in its own bureaucratic way to protect us consumers from people who want to call themselves something that may necessarily not actually be what they pretend to be uh, to the marketplace. You know, it's... Uh... Uh, in, in general, I think it boils down to public health and, and, and for the general public to be able to decipher between someone who's gone through extra training and 
someone who hasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, for gentlemen like like our ladies, like Ron Zokul, who've done you know extra training in various different fields, uh, they 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 are the ones that kind of end up having to to almost degrade a little bit. And it's unfortunate, but I think they the the college and and everyone just looks at the 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 betterment of the public overall, and and they're looking out for the public. But Dr. Zokul, you know, he, he, him and I treat patients exactly the same. We've sure. had the same treatments basically. Uh, he's been doing implants for longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, whether we're speaking together on a podium, um, whether we're, you know, we're conducting research in our office, whether we're looking at new innovations or you know, documenting cases or providing cases and treatments together, you know, he's he's amazing. If I had to get an implant, I'd see him. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate from that standpoint, but I do understand the reasoning for it, and I think it's valid. Right. But I I do think that uh, you know, Dr. Zokel and and uh, you know, I've no crimes about patients coming in and 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 saying, listen, he's he's got an asterisk by his name for sure. Absolutely, and Dr. Ron, <laughs> of, with the kind of general dentistry that you uh, uh, that you describe yourself now legally in British Columbia, uh, your specialty and your decades of specialization have you speaking, if memory serves, across the United States in Rome, in Barcelona, and in Tehran in 2017. So for a general dentist, I'd say you're a pretty sought-after kind of guy. <laughs> Thank you, Sterling. <laughs> so, but again, it will be more of the same kinds of presentations that you and Dr. Birdie made here in Vancouver to the Pacific Dental uh, Group Conference uh, just over the past couple of days. More technical, cutting-edge stuff. Yeah, so these are, these are leading-edge, sophisticated lectures to people who are specialists as well as general dentists in multiple areas of the world. And uh, it's it, what it's nice thing about the field of oral implantology, even though it's not a recognized specialty, is that it does have a lot of very, very leading edge characteristics to it, which require a very advanced understanding of biology and tissue management, both prosthetics and surgery. And uh, everybody's growing in this field and needs and usually needs some help of some kind. Interesting stuff. Dr. Birdie, uh, you said you, you, Dr. Ron's been doing stuff since longer than you've been around. Mm-hmm. But you've been around the block a few times. Uh, tell us a little bit about why people are as nervous, apprehensive, possibly even just flat out afraid to go to a dentist when they know they need to? You know, I think there's a, there's a few things. I think um, a lot of times uh, patients or people have had experiences where the things have been not explained to them well or when there's a miscommunication. That most things boil down to communication sure. where they think they're going to get one thing and something else happens. Um, I think that is part of it. And they've, they, you know, a lot of times they go in and they, they seem to be going to the dentist back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for these little visits along the time. And a lot of times they're fed up because they feel like they're getting a lot of these little patchwork jobs done. Right. Every time they go in, it's not a pleasant experience. They get lectured, whatever it is. And I think that sometimes just eventually they draw the line. We see that a lot in denture wearers where they, you know, they're, they, the, as soon as they wear dentures, now they're no longer maybe seeing the dentist even though they should very often. And they feel relieved in the fact that not they're out of that rat race. They're out of that going in all the time, and and they're eventually they're fed up. That's the beauty of something like teeth in one day, where we can get you to a, a fixed standpoint. Now, do you need to be maintained after? Absolutely. 
but we are able to take care of things along the way and, and really ease people's mind, I think, along the way as well. Well, I think and that that's half the battle, isn't it? Uh, because obviously you go to the dentist because something's wrong, you know it, possibly feel it. I mean, dental pain can be pretty powerful and pretty intense. But other times it's just be almost dragged kicking and screaming to the dentist's mm-hmm. office because if you have, if it, you know, sometimes there's another person in your life who, shall we say, strongly suggests <laughs> oh, yeah. that it's, it's time to uh, head down to the dentist and get yourself looked after. More mister. than one occasion, I've had, I've had wives drag their husband into the office. I'm not surprised by that. And the end result is that they've had incredibly great improvements. The gentleman who I treated about 10, 12 years ago actually came back of his own free will, but he was he was a person who we put implants and teeth, solid teeth in, and it changed his life dramatically. Uh, but he's now coming in comfortably himself for retreatments, little repairs here or there, or follow-up examinations. But people can change. Is it possible, Dr. Bobby, to have a combination of of all the above, so to speak, implants, your own teeth, and uh, dentures in one mouth at one time? 100%. Yeah. The, the, everything is possible under the sun. There, there are times when patients come in and someone comes in and they will put an implant bridge in and they get an implant partial for the rest of it. Or There's lots of different options out there. Um, it is an absolute pleasure to be able to say that when people come into our office, we are able to offer all of them. Mm-hmm. And and there aren't very many options out in the world that we do not offer because I can't think of one. But we that's an amazing to say. Someone comes in, we can offer you anything from the simplest thing as a complete denture to you know, individual implant teeth or teeth in one day. So it's it's an amazing uh, opportunity for people. And also it's great for us to be able to provide that because we really feel we're providing a great service. And I guess that's a, a lot of, again, mistaken impression is, okay, these guys are going to give me option A, B, or C. And it, and it never occurs to some people that maybe all of the above is entirely possible in my circumstance because each patient has going to be dealt with individually. Sure, and each dentist comes in with his own or her own set of, of of things that they can provide based on their training and experience. And the beauty about BC Perio is that we pretty much have all the bases covered. Mm-hmm. And and therefore, with the experience and skill sets and training that we have, we are able to look at just about every option that's out there that's available. All right, bcperio.ca, by the way, is the website, friends. And BC Perio is spelt, BC, as you might expect. Perio is P-E-R-I-O, bcperio.ca. Two offices, one on West Broadway in Vancouver and the other on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. All of the emails and contacts and phone numbers mm-hmm. and all the rest of that stuff at bcperio.ca. Dr. Bobby Birdie, the elusive, mysterious Dr. <laughs> Birdie, is finding no more. He's a real guy, and he's lots of fun to talk to. Thanks for coming in. It's great Absolutely. to meet you. Yep. after all these uh, months. Absolutely. And Dr. Ron, good to see you again, you too. You as well. Thank you, Sterling. Our pleasure entirely. bcperio.ca. Back with more on Vancouver Consumer after this. Our thanks again to Drs. Ron Zokel and Bobby Birdie for good information and advice on organizing your life and getting your smile back. And thanks for your calls as well. It's time now for our weekly steel report. And today, Linda talks travel insurance. Hey, I'm Linda Steele, and this is your Steele Report. Travelers heading out for spring break vacations are being reminded to pack one more thing before they leave travel insurance. A recent RBC insurance study found only 45% of Canadians remember to buy travel insurance before heading out on trips. And that's a mistake that Stacey Hughes-Brooks, head of travel at RBC Insurance, says can be costly. A regular medical claim we would see something like an appendicitis in Phoenix, Arizona, 
is coming in at just under $40,000. Something as simple that would happen like a dog bite while you're traveling, if an accident happens, we would see that coming in about $93,000. But it's not just medical insurance you should get before you head out. Stacy also recommends looking at trip cancellation or interruption coverage, as well as insurance for baggage and personal effects coverage. Travel insurance is, is a necessity in our view. It is really an essential, um, something to pack as part of your luggage. And, and we recommend that Canadians not take a chance while traveling. To find the coverage that's right for you, Stacy says doing your homework is important. Research what coverage you may already have, what coverage you may need, and if you're not sure, Stacy says there are plenty of insurance advisors out there to help. I'm Linda Steele, and that's your Steele Report. Thank you, Linda. Steele and Drex, weekdays 2 to 6, right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. A couple more consumer quickies before we have to go. Volkswagen AG pleaded guilty on Friday to fraud, obstruction of justice, and falsifying statements as part of a mega-billion-dollar settlement reached with the U.S. Justice Department in January over the automaker's diesel emissions scandal. It is the first time VW has pleaded guilty to criminal conduct in any court in the world, and it comes as the automaker works to put the most expensive ever auto industry scandal behind it. The September 2015 disclosure that VW intentionally cheated on emissions and tests for at least six years led to the ouster of its chief executive, damaged the company's reputation around the world, and prompted massive bills. A Canadian class action lawsuit ended in a recent legal settlement, which could amount to over $2 billion here. In the States, in total, VW has agreed to spend up to $25 billion to address claims from owners, environmental regulators, states, and dealers. And here's where the customer comes in. VW has agreed to spend up to $10 billion to buy back diesels that emit up to 40 times legally allowable pollution, along with at least 5100 bucks per owner in additional compensation. Those numbers are almost almost identical to the Canadian compensation numbers announced just before Christmas. VW's problems aren't over yet either as it faces a new round of legal action in Germany. Germany rather. New research shows Netflix is even more popular among consumers than either DVRs and PVRs or video-on-demand services. In the States, it's close, but now more households, 54%, have Netflix than the 53% who use a video recording device. The research team that have released these new numbers has been following our viewing habits for 15 years. And this is the first time Netflix has been the top platform for TV watching. The researchers say that traditional TV viewing hasn't completely fallen off consumers' radars. There's just less of it. For example, 46% of adults agree they often flip through channels to see what's on. Isn't it amazing, though, when you do grab the remote and you go through the process of flipping through all all those blinking channels, and then you realize, well, nothing's on. Network TV channels are facing the same uphill battle as big box retailers. There are now many other ways of consuming the product, many of which circumvent advertisers to the delight of viewers. It's always been a challenging, super competitive game, and the networks are trying hard to stay in it. That is our show for this week. Thanks again to Drs. Ron Zokel and Bobby Birdie and to producers Ben Dooley and Amila Bamji for making it go one more day. Join us again next Sunday at 11 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer. Lots more still ahead on CKNW Weekend. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk.
This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.